0: Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, we had a thriller last night. Um, we're going to get into that in a minute, but how are you doing tonight, man?
1: Pretty good, man. A lot of exciting times in sports right now, man, as we come into the end here of some of these seasons and the start of new ones as well coming soon.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, also, you know, we got the NHL and the NBA seasons heating up as well. Uh, I know All-Star Game is coming up f- for both of uh, those sports, and we'll get into that uh, f- in a couple weeks here. But uh, right now, man, we're going to change things up. We're going to get right into the national title game, college football. Last night we had an absolutely amazing game, Michigan Routes. Washington thirty-four to thirteen. Um, Michigan's defense did exactly what they needed to last night. Um, they they held Washington to just thirteen points. Uh, that's the lowest amount of points uh, that Washington had scored all season. Um, and offensively, Michigan did pretty much everything they needed to. There was a couple drives where they would didn't look too good Washington's defense actually stood up very well against Michigan for about you know two and a half quarters from about the second quarter uh onwards up until about you know mid fourth quarter their defense did everything very very perfectly uh containing Michigan's offense but um those last seven minutes they kind of just broke down and um yeah kind of just slipped away from them so let's get into it um kicking off the scoring um you know we we had it was a 0-0 game for uh the first about 10 minutes of the game then Donovan Edwards breaks off a 41-yard run um Washington responds with a uh, with a field goal um not the kind of response that they wanted but Michigan you know Put up a good stop. And the Donovan Edwards again responds to them uh, with a 46-yard run. And just on those two carries alone, he had 97 yards. He came into this game with 393 yards all season. He put up 25% of his yards that he had all season long in just two carries in this game. He broke out at a very, very, very good time.
1: Yeah, that was a... uh... That was a crazy start to the game. Washington's defense just got exposed, man, especially earlier on. They definitely tightened it up later in the game, but yeah, Donovan Edwards, what a big way to start the game for Michigan.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, it was a a field goal in the second quarter and then another t- and then it was a nice touchdown uh by Washington uh to get it to 10 to 17 before halftime. Um they're still trailing. They came, uh, you know, they, they started the, um, the the second half with the ball. And then Penix throws a pick uh, almost immediately um, to start that second half. And uh, Michigan just scores a field goal on it. And then Washington responded with another field goal of its own. Uh, and then the last, I mean, then the next 15 or next uh yeah, twenty minutes of the game, nobody scored, um, and then uh, some. Uh, just just lots of back and forth with three and outs, or you know, get a get a couple first downs, and then punt the ball away. Um, you know, and, and then eventually, uh, Michigan started capitalizing on some mistakes from Washington, and Corum put up two touchdown runs. Um, to really seal this game. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was obviously a great, great game for Quorum. 21 carries, 134 yards, and those two touchdowns, uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Panics had a pretty decent game going, you know, 27 for 51, 255 yards. Uh, but he also threw the, those, uh, those two picks. Um, it was, it was a. Panics made a lot of mistakes in this game, missing wide open O'Dunze, um, in the uh, in the second quarter, um, you know they they only had I think like two or three plays that were over twenty yards the entire game, which is not what we know Washington for. Um, Michigan's defense man was putting a ton of pressure on Penix all night, though.
1: Yeah, they were they were beating him up. Even though it didn't seem like he was getting sacked a lot, just every play he was getting hit after the after you throw it and getting pressure and. They did what they needed to do up front. They they rushed Penix and a lot of those throws. and You could see by the end, man, he was beating up, man. That Michigan front uh, was crazy good.
0: Yeah, that front seven, I mean, obviously best in the country. Um, I mean, the best tackling defense in the country, uh, according to what PFF says. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that front seven was just... They, they sacked him only once in the entire game but they were hitting him after the ball was out um I mean not you know egregiously you know just you know a couple you know a, a second after the balls out he's getting hit so I mean um he, they were getting a lot of pressure on him he was moving out of the pocket and he's he he can throw on the run but he he's much better when he's settled in the pocket and And it showed last night, I mean he was missing a lot of guys late in that game just because he was under so much immense pressure that offensive line of washington joe moore- joe moore award winning um offensive line um very 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 good offensive line uh just that that Michigan front seven just wore them down because they're able to just rotate so many guys in th- uh on that defensive line alone. Uh, keeping those guys fresh, so that offensive line had a lot of work cut out for them. And, and Michigan's secondary, yeah, give credit to them too because they were able to shut down, for the most part, these these uh, uh, really elite level uh, receivers that Washington had. Um, not a lot of guys getting open coverage was really good. Um, and then, and then, you know, they started playing a little bit of a softer coverage. So Washington was just throwing it, you know, very short routes. Uh, but Michigan, you know, hats to the ball immediately. Um, but they, they were able to take away the deep ball, which is what Panix's strength is, which is what these receivers' strength is. And their secondary did an absolutely great job shutting them down.
1: Yeah, they did. Well Johnson had a pretty solid game. He was matched up uh, with the Dunze. Most of the game. A um, couple of their other receivers, you know, McMillan had some big plays at points, but for the most part, they kept those guys pretty much in check throughout the entire game, and they definitely, uh, you know, got to create their defense. Michigan's offense was a little bit shaky at points, but. They came through as well. McCarthy had some big runs uh, to get him into plus territory, and like I said, just the run game was unstoppable with Edwards and Quorum uh, getting those TDs.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was – I mean, yeah, J.J. was doing things with his feet, and he he didn't really do a whole lot of that this year, and uh, he finally broke out a couple big runs, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that JJ's that quick, man. And I, I, I had some, uh, some buddies of mine say, "God damn, I didn't know JJ could actually run like that." And I was, I was like, I was like, "Yeah, he, he can." We just don't use him like that a whole lot anymore. And, um, you know, he's a hard runner, man. He's, he's, he's so good. Um, but yeah, man, just, Michigan's offense just was able to do everything that they needed to, and the defense played absolutely spectacular. So, um, Michigan, your national champions – national champions uh, for 2023, 2024. Um, You know, they they say that the SEC is the best conference in the – uh, in the country, but uh, I think, you know, the Big Ten kind of owns the SEC now, because you had effectively, you know, two SEC teams in the uh, playoff versus two Big Ten teams, and both Big Ten teams uh, won. Um, so, you know, the uh, yeah, the Big Ten owns the SEC, so take that. Um, but yeah, uh, very, very good game, uh, especially on Michigan's end. Washington, uh, as good as they were all season, I just did not think that um, you know they they really, I, I thought it'd be a lot closer of a game to be honest, and it was for the most part up until you know late in that uh, in that fourth quarter, um, but uh, at the end of the day it ended up uh, with a pretty sizable Michigan win, so that's gonna wrap up the college football season. Uh, great great season, a lot of good games, a lot of. Uh, a lot of drama, um, the Michigan stuff with the the whole cheating stuff. We're gonna get into that eventually. Um, we're kind of gonna wait to see what the NCAA uh, does uh, in terms of you know spending Harbaugh or not or how they how they you know discipline the school for the whole cheating scandal. And I know you know a lot of people are saying that you know this is asterix here, but you know they they beat Ohio State without without you know having to cheat this year. They beat Bama without it. Then now they beat Washington. So I mean, yeah, you know they, they were good enough to do it without cheating, but they still did it. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the last you know five six games of the season, were all you know doing it the the right way. Um, and they were they were good enough to do it without the cheating. And you know the last couple years too. But they still did it. But we'll get into that eventually. But now we are going to move on to the NFL. Uh, it was the last week of the regular season. Lots on the line. I know, Mike, you were excited about a lot of these games. So let's get right into it. Saturday we had two games. We had the Ravens and Steelers facing off in Baltimore. Uh, the Steelers winning 17-10. to Ravens obviously sat Everyone they could. They had nothing to play for. Um, And the Steelers took advantage of it and got themselves a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, probably the weakest playoff team, in my opinion, of the group, either them or Green Bay. Steelers, they just find a way to sneak in like they always do, but I think that they're going to get handled first round. But yeah, they win. They uh, suffer the TJ Watt injury, though, which definitely them
0: moving forward. Yeah, unfortunately for them, you know, they, I mean, they were playing to get into the playoffs um, and they lost TJ Watt because of it. So, uh, yeah, not going to be a good first round for them for sure. And then our other game, the Colts hosted the Texans Texans winning 23 to 19. Uh, this was a go or go home game for either team here. Um, it was, it was a close game. Um, Throughout the entire game, um, but uh, the, uh, the the Texans were able to pull it off. CJ Stroud looked like he did, you know, before his uh, his concussion protocol, um, looking absolutely incredible. Twenty for twenty six, two hundred sixty four yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Nico Collins having. You know, the majority of those yards, 195 yards on nine receptions from Nico Collins. Um, Indy's defense, you know, at times were able to stop this Houston offense. And then at other times they just gave up big plays, uh, especially to Nico Collins and CJ Stroud connecting. Um, But, uh, yeah, Houston wins their division. I don't think anyone saw that coming.
1: No, and... I allude to one of the points you brought in at the start of the season. Might have to do a whole episode on this. We'll have to see. Just looking back on some of the early predictions, and one of the guys uh, in the panel said, bold prediction for the Texans to get seven wins, and we were like, man, I don't even see them getting the seven wins. Like, that's a lot. And they got the ten wins, man. Houston, Houston, Probably, if not, the most exciting and most shocking young team to come out this year.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think anyone had them going over seven wins this year. Maybe if they did, it would be eight. But winning their division, getting ten wins, I don't think anyone saw that coming. I thought everyone, you know, everyone thought basically, you know, the Jags would win this division easily, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, the Lions hosted the Vikings, Lions winning 30-20. to Uh, Lions lost Sam Laporta in this game. He might be back for the first game of the playoffs. We don't know yet, but to me, it was stupid to play any of the starters. Um, because you, you were going to be banking on both Philly and Dallas to lose, uh, And you having to win to get the number two seed. And there was no way in hell either of those teams were going to not play all their starters to try to win their division. And so you you already knew it was not going to work out for you. And and you still decided to play your starters. Uh, It's it's a risk that Dan Campbell took, and it did not pay off um, because we're still the three seed. And, you know, it, it didn't. And he lost Sam LaPorta, which is not good for the Lions. Um, That said, Sam LaPorta did have a pretty decent game uh, going up until that point, uh, scoring a touchdown early on in the game. Uh, Jared Goff, 23 for 32, 320 yards, two touchdown passes. Um, And David Montgomery looked pretty solid uh, with 40 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown, 144 yards, um, looking really good. Justin Jefferson, though, for uh, for Minnesota, man, 192 yards in this game on 12 receptions. Uh, Nick Mullins actually played a pretty decent game outside of the two interceptions he had. But uh, Lions defense able to shut them down when they needed it most.
1: Yeah, they were able to shut them down, and
0: yeah, it was tough for the Lions. Felt like a lot
1: of Murphy's Law going on, man. Just like anything that could go wrong was going wrong. Like, LaPorta got hurt. Cleef uh, Raymond got banged up pretty bad. St. Brown had problems. All the guys seemed like they were getting injured and it was like, you know, did not need that. But, you know, I kind of wish they would have rested some people. But at the same time, too much rest can also be a bad thing going into the playoffs. So they got their reps in. It just sucks that uh, Laporta is going to be out now with that hyperextended knee. Um, but if we can win, he should be back in time for the rest of the playoffs. So wow. that would be good. But yeah, man, Jefferson had another big game. And the Vikings, uh, I don't know how much longer he's going to be on th- that team because they they're wasting his talent there, man. I think he's going to pull a Randy Moss, and he's going to get the heck out of there pretty soon.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna be uh, be requesting trade at some point, or just play until his contract ends. Uh toilet bowl of the week. We had the Panthers uh, hosting the Buccaneers. Uh, Bucks winning nine to nothing. Um, nothing to speak of in this game. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay didn't look good at all uh, offensively. Defensively, they looked good enough against a Carolina team that was playing for nothing but I don't know man this is just this is embarrassing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers man I mean they did not look good offensively at all against this very bad Carolina defense
1: yeah Tampa didn't look too good but we'll see how they do in the playoffs hopefully they can do better here Panthers stink. They just need to rehaul that whole organization. The owners messed up, and, you know, f- they just fired the GMs. So hopefully they can figure something out because that organization is a dumpster fire right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Bengals hosted the Browns. Uh, the Bengals winning 31-14. to Browns didn't p- play anyone in this game. They had uh, Jake Browning in. Um Oh, no, no, uh, they had Driscoll in. I, I'm looking at the wrong team. Um, but, yeah, they had Driscoll in, who obviously played like shit because, well, he is shit. Um, just, yeah, Cleveland didn't care. It's not like they were winning their division, and they had a playoff spot, so they just rested everyone they possibly could. Uh, so Cincinnati took advantage of it, uh, got themselves to 9-8, and eight, but uh, it doesn't really matter for them.
1: No, it didn't really matter. They uh, they couldn't get into the playoffs, so that yeah, was pretty much dead. The Browns had already locked up the five seed, so they arrested all their key players. So, Yeah, I saw this was like a 31-0 blot at one point, so wasn't too surprised to see that with the Browns not playing anyone.
0: No, not surprising at all. Uh, the... Uh... Patriots hosted the Jets um, Jets winning 17 to 3 this was just a very very poor poor game uh, it looked like the Patriots were purposely trying to lose this game um, the Jets really had nothing to play for either but they, uh, they end up winning this game 17 to 3 not a whole lot to talk about uh, but question for you do you think Bill Belichick is gone
1: I do. I think it's going to be, of course, that whole parting ways. Like, they're not going to fire him. It's just going to be like a – they're going to claim it's a mutual thing. And I don't know if – I think that it's time for him, man. I mean, he's getting royals for being a coach. And, you know, would we like to see Belichick on another team? It'd be interesting. But I just can't see it, man. I think that it's his time to go this Patriots team is going to be bad for years to come which you know the Patriots were good for 25 years so finally their time that they can start being bad so yeah I think it's time for Belichick to go
0: Yeah I think I think he's gone I think maybe he goes and coaches somewhere for the, for you know another 3 seasons or so but other than that, I don't think he's really going to go anywhere. I think you have to be kind of desperate at this point to want to hire him. I mean, he's 72 years old. He's not going to be coaching much longer. Uh, the Saints hosted the Falcons. Saints winning 48 to 17. They were fighting for a playoff spot, hoping you know maybe Tampa Bay would lose, but uh, they end up falling just short of the playoffs, and you know. They beat Atlanta pretty handedly. You know, Atlanta was up fourteen seven going into the second quarter, and then from there it was just all all Saints and uh pretty pretty dominant game from them. Derek Carr played a really good game for once, uh, not throwing any picks, surprisingly. Um, you know, twenty two for twenty eight, two hundred sixty four yards, four touchdowns for him, just looking really good. Saints, you know, they they were better than I expected this year, that's for sure. Um And then also Atlanta, um, yeah, uh, they they, they fired uh, their coach on the plane ride back. Um, (laughs) Quite literally, they they told their coach that he's fired on the plane ride back uh, to Atlanta. And um, I can't blame them at all because they don't know how to use B. John Robinson. I mean, have you seen B. John run? They don't use him at all. They don't use pits at all. I mean, they have all these weapons and they don't use them at all. So firing. Um firing them, obviously, just, um, you know, was going to happen.
1: Yeah, this uh, – my man Arthur Smith, man, pulled his Lovey Smith this year, man. Well, Lovey Smith did the big FU to the Texans this year. I mean, Arthur Smith basically did the same this year with the Falcons. I mean, he had that whole play with uh, the Saints in victory formation. They scored at the end. He, he gave his piece. He knew he was – I mean – I think he knew he was pretty much gone after that game, so gave his peace to the coach, went out like a G, Arthur Smith, man. But, yeah, Falcons, they got a lot of work to do. Got to utilize Bijan and Kyle Pitts and get Desmond Shitter out of there and actually draft a good quarterback. And the Saints, they they lost, but they got Jamal Williams' touchdowns.
0: Yeah, it, it turns out it was like a player decision to run that play to get Jamal Williams his only touchdown. And, you know, you know what's what's funny about that is he kept talking so much crap about the Lions because the Lions didn't re-sign him, and he only scored one touchdown this year, and it was a pity touchdown from your team. So, uh, yeah, there's a reason the Lions didn't re-sign you. But, uh, yeah, keep talking all your shit, man. Uh, the Titans hosted the Jags. And the Titans win twenty-eight to twenty. The Jags with the biggest choke job um, of the uh, of the year. Starting off the season seven and two, just to finish nine and eight and miss the playoffs and not win your division when you had a five game lead in your division. Um, or no, it wasn't five games. I think it was four games, but still ri- ridiculous either way. Um, that that. Yeah, um, Jacksonville, I I don't know what to say, but just shame on you. Trevor Lawrence didn't play his greatest game, but uh, Ryan Tannehill looked pretty decent uh, in this game. And obviously Derrick Henry, 153 yards on 19 touches. Very, very solid game from him. And Tennessee somehow, you know, able to to pull off the victory here, but uh, Vrabel still gone as of today.
1: Yeah, very well gone. He'll definitely get hired somewhere, though. He is uh, at least a competent coach, in my opinion. I think that his style might not be for everyone. He's a very physical coach, so Tina needs some physicality. I think that he'll fit well there. And Derrick Henry played his last game as well for the Titans. He's basically doing a thank-you tour on the last game to everyone, so he's definitely gone. Don't know where he's going to end up, but He's probably gonna retire here pretty soon, anyways. Running backs don't last that long in the NFL. Yeah, yeah Titans played spoiler this year for uh, for the team. That was the Lions last year for the against the Packers. We played spoiler, so the the non playoff team that spoiled this year was uh, the Titans.
0: Yeah, they uh, they played big spoiler for sure, and uh, yeah, man. Um... I don't know where he's gonna go, but uh, he's 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 either gonna retire, or go somewhere, um, and Vrabel is gonna be very interesting to see where he goes as well. Uh, the Cardinals hosted the Seahawks. The Cardinals uh, just falling short. Uh, Seahawks winning twenty-one to twenty. You know, it, it, this was a game Seattle needed to tr- needed to win, but they needed some help uh with some other teams losing to make the playoffs. Didn't really matter though. Green Bay won their game and uh Seattle misses the playoffs. And um Yeah, no, uh Geno Smith didn't look all too great. Um you know, Kyler Murray looked pretty decent at times. Uh, I thought I thought for sure, you know, this was this could be a, a, a win for the Cardinals and it was certainly looking like it up until the last, you know, two minutes of the game, Tyler Lockett with a nice, um, nice touchdown pass from Geno to uh, to put Seattle just ahead, and their defense took care of the rest. But uh, ultimately, it was for nothing since they don't make the playoffs.
1: Yep, uh, definitely a tough scene. Same scenario last year, Packers. Could have got in, and Lions won. And then Seattle got in, but this year Seattle did not have the luck fall their way, in getting that, um, getting that last wild card spot.
0: Speaking of the Packers, they got their win that they needed, seventeen to nine, over the Bears in Lambeau Field. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it was a it was a pretty decent game. Uh, Low scoring, but both offenses were, you know, kind of, you know, looking – well, Green Bay's offense was looking good. Chicago's not so much uh, because, obviously, Justin Fields is dog-ass. But uh, Jordan Love, 316 yards, 27 for 32, two touchdowns. He looked really good. Um, But ultimately, you know – They get themselves into the playoffs, and I think that was kind of the most important part. I don't think they're going to do well in the playoffs, but they got themselves in the playoffs, so uh, good for them.
1: Yeah, it was good for uh, the Packers finally getting in. And definitely a storied franchise that usually makes the playoffs, so they're back in it. And the Bears – They lost, but they definitely played better at the end of the year. They came up with some bigger wins. And for them to even finish 7-10 is pretty impressive, to be honest with you, considering where they started. But they could have had two top five picks, man, if they would have just kept losing. So that's definitely tough. But they got the number one pick again this year. We'll see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. And, uh, yeah, Uh, the Chargers hosted the Chiefs uh the chiefs winning 13 to 12 um this was a terrible game terrible game for both teams i mean just a lot of field goals um you know obviously kansas city was resting everyone they possibly could uh um you know and la just had no nothing to play for but they still lost to the kansas city backups which is just embarrassing um and uh yeah the chiefs get a nice win uh they move up to 11 and 6 but uh didn't really matter for them i think either way they would have had the two seed here
1: yeah so yeah they definitely would have uh still gotten that two seed so yeah definitely um definitely a, a boring game though like you said um for both these teams
0: yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Vegas hosted Denver. Uh, Vegas winning 27-14. Um, obviously, Denver was just doing everything they possibly could to lose this game to improve their, their draft pick. The Raiders just didn't really care, so they went out there. They played a pretty decent game. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, Vegas gets a nice win here. Aiden O'Connell, 20 for 31, 244 yards and two touchdowns. Looked really, really good. Um and, uh, yeah, uh, Vegas finishing with eight wins this year. I didn't see that coming. I I thought for sure it would be under five. But, uh, yeah, uh, pretty decent season for, for the Raiders. I th- I think they're kind of in a good spot going forward outside of their quarterback position.
1: Yeah, definitely got to upgrade for Maiden O'Connell. Maybe they can find some gem. There's a lot of QB talent in this upcoming draft that they can um, maybe look at trying to go for in the first or second round. So we'll see but they probably need help elsewhere as, as well. Um but yeah, eight wins, that's not too bad for uh especially what they were projected to get earlier this year. The
0: uh the Giants hosted the Eagles. The Giants getting the upset win 27 to 10. Um you just hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Fuck the Eagles. Um, look, man, it was, I, I don't know how the Giants won this game, but they won this game. I mean, it was all Giants in the first half, uh, 24, nothing going into halftime. And then, you know, the Eagles scored, um, you know, their 10 points. And then, yeah, just couldn't do anything. Uh, Tyrod Taylor had a really good game for the Giants. Uh, 297 yards and a touchdown. He did throw a pick. Um, you know, Marcus Mariota was playing for Philly. They were trying to, you know, rest Jalen Hurts for the playoffs. Um, but the, at the same time, you know, they still had a, a you know, a chance at their division. And uh yeah, they just fall embarrassingly to the Giants here.
1: Yeah, Eagles are definitely the Uh, coldest team going into the playoffs right now they are ice cold Eagles fans are ruthless and they have completely turned on Sirianni they have basically are calling for him to be fired right now so man if they lose to Tampa no matter what he's probably fired but we'll see if he has any chance of saving his job here those Philly fans man they are the worst
0: they are animals, as C.J. Gardner-Johnson has called them. Uh, the Niners hosted the Rams. The Rams doing everything they possibly could to lose this game so they didn't have to face Detroit in the playoffs. Um, but the Niners doing a better job of not of trying to lose this game. The Niners uh, fall just a point short to the Rams, 21-20. to um, you know, The Rams had Carson Wentz in the game. Um, you know, why, I don't know, but yeah, they were trying to do everything they possibly could to not play Detroit in the first round of the playoffs, but, uh, guess what happened? Um, and then, yeah, obviously San Francisco, they just didn't care the number one seed in the NFC. So, um, they just rested everyone they possibly could. And, uh, yeah, uh, the Rams win this one twenty-one twenty.
1: Yeah, both these teams really didn't play anyone. Rams basically were just trying to get Puka Nakua the rookie record. And once that happened, there wasn't much else to play for in this game.
0: Yeah, that was uh that was about it there. Um Washington hosted Dallas, Dallas winning thirty eight to ten to ensure that they win their uh their division. Um Yeah, no look the the Cowboys they, they played everyone um, they, they needed to, uh, to ensure, you know, they won their division. Cause if they lost this game to Washington and Philly actually won that game, they're, they're a wild card team now. So, uh, yeah, they just made sure that they won their division, locked up that number two seed as well. Washington, um, yeah, uh, obviously Rivera's gone. Um, they just they just gave no fucks in this game, and uh, it sure it certainly showed. Sam Howell didn't play very well at all. Uh, granted, he had no one, you know, blocking for him at all. So uh, Washington falls to four and thirteen. I think they have like the number three pick. Um, but uh, yeah, Dallas locks up their division, gets a uh, gets a solid win here over a very bad Commanders team.
1: Yeah, that Commander's team is just awful, man. Definitely got to restart everything that they had there. They weren't even really that good to begin with. But Dallas ran over another bad team. What's new?
0: Surprise, surprise. Um, And then lastly, Sunday Night Football. We had the Dolphins hosting the Bills. Uh, This was for... If if the Bills won this, they they win their uh, the division, and uh, they did exactly that. The Bills win 21 to 14. Um, embarrassing performance from Miami, um, especially offensively. Tua did not look good at all. Uh, the run offense looked terrible. The defense didn't look all too great, despite getting two picks off of Josh Allen. But it didn't matter because they still allowed 359 yards. Uh, from Josh Allen, just in the air alone, plus sixty-seven on the ground from him alone. Um, you know, it was it was just a tough game for Miami. I thought they f- for sure could win this game, but especially it being at home. But man, they just looked absolutely awful this game.
1: So yeah, Miami here. This was a tough one for them. They. Really, we're in a lose-lose situation either way because if they would have uh, won that game, they would have faced the Bills again who would have been out for revenge after they had just lost and a a tough division opponent, or they would have had the Chiefs who, even though the Chiefs are memeable, Arrowhead's one of the toughest places to play regardless of how good the Chiefs are actually doing at that point. And it's going to be really cold weather. They're projecting here, which Miami is usually not too good in the cold here. So, yeah, it's tough for Miami. So now they got to go on the road. Bills come back, win this division, and they get the easy draw with the Steelers first round. Bills are feeling pretty good, I think, going into the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, they got to be feeling pretty good. Uh, I had that you know hot take earlier this year, where it's saying you know the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs, and then they went on a huge, uh, huge run to completely destroy that uh, take. But uh, yeah, so that wraps up your Week 18 games. Your playoff field is set, and we'll get into the playoff games themselves on Thursday's episode. But right now, we're just going to look at each team individually, just real quick, what you predict. They, how far you think they will go uh, first round exit you know NFC championship game to the Super Bowl win the Super Bowl et cetera et cetera so we're gonna get into that right now let's start with our number one seeds um the, let, let, let's start with the NFC let's go with the uh, San Francisco 49ers.
1: for them it's super Bowl or bust man definitely the fairies I think in the NFC. I have strong expectations. I mean, they're definitely the favorite for them, Super Bowl.
0: Uh, For me, I see them at least get into the NFC Championship game. Super Bowl, it's going to depend on who they end up actually playing in that NFC Championship game. If it's Detroit, I could very well see Detroit winning that game just because of how things match up. Um, That said, they're probably going to go to the Super Bowl just because they are just that good. Um, let's go Baltimore. Uh, number one seed in the AFC. How far do you think they go?
1: Same thing, man. I'm going to have to go Super Bowl here. They are... I know they don't have Roy really the playoff experience like the Chiefs or um, even Buffalo in the past few years, even though they've lost, but they have had a lot of big playoff games. Baltimore really hasn't been in a ton of big ones. Lamar hasn't played too well in the ones they have had, but... I think they're a better team. Their defense is definitely sharper this year, I feel. And Lamar looks better. I think for them, again, they they finished off so well that I think it's got to be Super Bowl expectations for them.
0: I think they win it all. I really do. They are yeah, they just big, that good. They are that good offensively, defensively. They are stout. I think they can win it all. I think they will win it all. Um, would I be surprised to see them get upset in you know the AFC Championship game? Because I definitely believe they're at least getting there, just because of the lack of experience. If especially if they played a more experienced team like Buffalo or or Kansas City, I could see them falter. But I don't even know if those two teams are going to win uh, or get themselves into that uh, that AFC Championship game, man. But I, I can really honestly see Baltimore winning it all. Uh, let's go with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Um, I I think I'm gonna go first round exit. Sadly, I do think the Eagles will win. I would love though to see Tampa advance, but if they advance, they're they're definitely getting knocked out the next round. Um, so I say that their ceiling, exceeding expectations, is uh winning their first round game, but um i guess expectations if you can keep it close with the eagles i mean they should be proud of that i mean again if their division wasn't so damn trash they probably wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now
0: yeah i mean honestly if they were in any other division they wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now uh neither would any of those teams if you put them in a different division uh yeah no i i think honestly it's it's a first round exit for tampa bay i mean Could I see them beating the Eagles? Well, the Eagles are that cold right now. It's possible, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, Let's go with the Cowboys here.
1: Cowboys, they're going to fucking choke. They're going to win their first game. I think they beat Green Bay, but then Detroit is going to get that payback baby, and I think they win the first game, and that's it. That's as far as they go.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I don't I don't think they lose to Green Bay. I would love 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 to see Green Bay beat Dallas, but I just don't see that happening. Uh let's go with the Browns.
1: The Browns. This is tricky, man. They've kind of come on the scene. They have such a good defense. Flacco has, you know, Super Bowl experience. But for me, Again, I think similar to Dallas. I think they win they could win their first round matchup, but it's gonna be tough. That's gonna be that's one of the closest games to me is Houston and uh the Browns. I think the Browns go uh one win and then they're out from there.
0: Yeah, I, I, I kinda gotta agree. I think they can beat the Texans. This is gonna be a very, very good game, I think, between them. And we'll preview it, of course, on Thursday's episode, but yeah, um, I got to go with the Browns at least winning their first game. Maybe getting themselves uh, into that, you know, third round conversation, but I just don't see that happening. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. I actually have them. (sighs) This
1: is going to be tough because I think Miami has a real real chance of upsetting them first round, but. Again, I'm going to say same logic. They definitely have uh, advantage of that uh, home field advantage and the playoff experience that they had. But I, I don't see them as Super Bowl contenders. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the Chiefs have a chance to go, I think, a first-round win. And I don't know if they can beat uh, Buffalo or Baltimore, man. It's going to be tough with how they've just been this year. Their receivers just keep dropping passes and they seem so out of sync compared to what they were the last few years.
0: I I honestly, if this game was in Miami, I would say this is a first round exit for the chiefs. Mm-hmm. I, I really would. Um, the chiefs are just not that good, especially offensively. The, the playoffs kind of plays into their hand because defense is king in the playoffs, but, um, and they're really good defensive teams. So, I think they can make it at least out of the first round, but after that, I don't know. Um, Let's go with the Lions, our home team. Let's talk about them.
1: Yeah, so for the Lions here, I think that realistically, I would love to see them, of course, go to the Super Bowl, but realistically, I think that their ceiling is going to be the NFC title game. I can't see them beating the 49ers, again, I would love to see them go to the Super Bowl here, have those expectations, but I think realistically, NFC title game is where I see them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they're for sure going to win their their, their first home playoff game in Ford Field, Um, and uh, yeah, Uh, from there, though, I just, if, they play Dallas, but if they play Dallas, that's going to be in Dallas. And you already know Jerry Jones is going to rig that game, uh, paying off the refs. So there, there's, I just don't see them beating Dallas then. Cause, you know, it is Jerry Jones. And, but Dallas also has a habit of choking. So you never know. Um, even when they're getting a ton of help from the refs, uh, we've seen it before. Um, they've choked away games with refs, you know, helping them all game long. Um, but yeah, I, I think honestly, yeah, they could, if they can get to the NFC Championship game, that's as far as they go. I don't think they go on to the Super Bowl. Um, they're at least gonna win one game though. They're not they're not necessarily built for anything past that though. To be honest with you, I, I really don't see them getting out of the divisional round. But it is possible for sure. Uh, Green Bay Packers.
1: First on exit. Anything. I saw someone talking about the Packers could lose by 20 and still feel good. Like, they don't have any business really being in here. Again, that seventh team is just kind of a throwaway. They, uh. I do think they should try and not get blown out by Dallas, but if they hang in within two touchdowns, that's good for me.
0: Yeah, no, first round exit. They're not going to beat Dallas. I mean, I would love to see it, but they're just so inexperienced. Dallas has a ton of playoff experience. Uh, yeah. Um, Let's go with the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Again, same thing as Green Bay. They,
0: they just need to look at not getting
1: absolutely destroyed first round. Uh, they keep it close, somewhat competitive, maybe have a chance. But, again, don't see them going anywhere near past the first round
0: yeah no they're just they're just the same thing as green bay happy to be here um and then uh we could kind of fill in the rest you know of the teams how we think they'll fare um but uh real quick man uh give me your bills take
1: bills i think that their potential is afc title game i don't see them beating baltimore i think that uh miami or the chiefs are um yeah, Miami or the Chiefs for sure can give them trouble, um, but I think the AFC title game is a good ceiling for them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think I think we will see a, a, a Bills Ravens uh, AFC championship game. The Bills, they're a good team. Uh, they struggle at times, but Baltimore is just so good. I just don't see anyone beating them, at least in the AFC. I think San Francisco could beat them, but, uh, yeah, that'd be uh, interesting to see. But, yeah, we kind of just fill in, you know, what we think the Eagles can do, what we think the Rams will do because, we, obviously, we think, you know, the Rams are going to fucking lose the Lions first round. But, uh, yeah, uh, anyways, so that is going to wrap up tonight's episode. Um, obviously, we have a lot uh, to talk about uh, going into this weekend, Thursday's episode. Um, we're going to talk some N- – uh, we're going to talk, obviously, all the NFL playoff games. We're going to talk some NHL. We're going to talk some NBA as well just because, obviously, college football is done now. Unless something comes out about Michigan and the investigation that they're under by the NCAA by Thursday, which I highly doubt we'll see anything. But, uh Yeah, Mike, you got anything else you want to add uh, before we go?
1: Nah, just, um, you know, it was a really good week for us Michigan fans and getting that great, uh, win, you know, the haters are going to hate, man. So just let them hate, but we'll enjoy this one. And then hopefully the Lions can make us happy for the, the Tuesday episode next week.
0: Yeah, I'm sure hoping so. And, uh, so yeah, uh, Rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Let us know, you know, what you know, content more you want to hear of. You know, especially now college football is uh, is over. So, like I said, we're gonna start talking a lot more NHL and NBA um, as uh, as those seasons are you know in their in their full stride now. About halfway through the NHL season now, unless you're Ottawa because for some reason you're like five games behind everyone else. Um but yeah man uh thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys on Thursday